What's up, everybody? This is Daniel, and this is basic training number three, or basic training session number three. Um, <clears throat> I got my brother, Carrie, and Nate here with me tonight, just chilling. Um, I would say just chilling, but we're all about to get jacked up over here in this house. We're actually already getting jacked up. So what I wanted to share with you first is I'm going to have the song playing in the background the whole time we're I'm talking tonight. <clears throat> Hopefully it's not too loud. If it is, that's you were supposed to hear it instead of me so whatever but it's called jesus christ is seen by the playlist or the album is called ibuka songs i don't i think that's how you say it but this is what it looks like um this dude is incredible and he knows exactly who he is in christ and the holy spirit just flows out of this man um, this this song that we're listening to that's in the background right now is he's just declaring the fact that wherever he's at, because he's so engulfed in the Lord and the Holy Spirit that wherever he is, Jesus is seen. Um, and whenever he's when people see him smile, they're seeing Jesus smile. When they look into his eyes, they're looking into Jesus' eyes. And whoever he prays for, Jesus is praying for him because we're actually one with the Lord. We're one with Jesus. We're one with the Holy Spirit. And uh, and so it's just a, a super empowering song, um, especially in this message today. We're going to talk about the power of our testimony. Are y'all cool with me talking to this thing? Like this? Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to look at them too. I'm going to look at them, but I'm probably going to look at you a lot. So <clears throat> I just want to make sure because we're just sitting in my living room. But um, this word tonight is is on our testimony and. The thing about our testimony specifically our testimony about jesus is it's the power and so i don't know i've just been getting wrecked over this song this last few days as i've been praying about this message because he's we have a story about him and we have him in us and when you have those two things there's really nothing you can't do so um so anyways let's jump into it so last the last couple of weeks we've talked about the first week we talked about the god-shaped void and just how we stuff all this junk in our hearts <clears throat> and we have been doing it our whole entire lives and we're trained to do it and we're trained to do it our whole lives and there's and the reason why we which is what we talked about last week the reason why we do it as believers is because we've been trained to believe in a counterfeit gospel and i would just go back and watch that because it'd be hard for me to recap that whole thing but but essentially we've been taught a gospel that just adds jesus to everything worldly and then we can have everything the world has and Jesus. And and when you're when you believe that you can have everything the world has and Jesus, then you just fill your heart up with all the crap that the world has. Um <clears throat> and so it's just extremely important that as sons and daughters and disciples, you know, Jesus said that those who um are my disciples will pick up their cross and follow me. And the cross is a place where things go to be crucified. And so you don't you don't get to follow Jesus and keep all the garbage. You don't get to follow Jesus and keep the mindsets. You don't get to follow Jesus and hate black people. You don't get to follow Jesus and hate Democrats. You don't get to follow Jesus and then hate Muslims or or any. You don't get to, you don't get to be just you don't get discriminated at all. If you follow Jesus, the thing that you that wants to discriminate gets crucified because everything that everything that's in between you and your ability to love everybody but you, including you, actually, anything that keeps you from loving has got to die because. In Ephesians 3, 19, it says the fullness of power is the love of Jesus. And so when, when Jesus enters us, love enters us. 
<clears throat> and then everything that's in us that keeps that love from being activated has got to go. And that's all the garbage that we pack inside of us that we seek instead of Jesus. But it's because we were taught to be that way. So what I wanted to share next was actually what I, not what I wanted to share next, what the Lord gave me to share next was the power of our testimony because the enemy our Satan or the devil or the serpent or whatever name you got for him, he can counterfeit everything, including the gospel. There's even going to be a fake Jesus. Just read the book of Revelation. So he can literally counterfeit everything. He can counterfeit miracles. Read about the plagues. He can counterfeit miracles. Read the book of Revelations. He's going to be able to count. He can counterfeit everything, but the only thing he cannot, the only thing he cannot counterfeit <clears throat> is our testimony about Jesus. And I was just thinking about it while I was saying this, because I don't ever, this, you know, I'm just saying whatever the Lord's telling me to say. So because the Holy Spirit's doing most of the work right here, I actually get to have, I get to think while I'm talking. I know that sounds really strange, but I'm not in control of my lips, but I am in control of my mind. Um, and so what I was thinking about was the fact that when, when the Lord clears something out of some garbage out of your heart, it becomes a testimony. And that's what our testimonies are. Our testimonies are about the, the times in our lives when we're delivered or we're set free or when we don't think the same way or when we don't treat people the same way or we stop cussing our wives and we stop hurting our children. And, you know, we, we actually go to work on time every day for a whole entire year instead of being late all the time. Or, you know, it, there's just so many different ways that the Lord can deliver, can can be seen in our lives. And because he's at work in our lives and we let him work in our lives, when people look at our lives, they can see Jesus. And that's what's being sung about in this song in the background, this whole entire word. But anyway, so we're going to look at the, the book of Revelation real quick. It's, a, it's um, Revelation chapter 12. And it says, this is starting in verse 7. It says, then there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels. And the dragon lost the battle. <clears throat> and he is... And, and he and his angels were forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. And then as you go down, it says, when the dragon realized that he had been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who had been given birth to the child. Wait, I, I just passed it. I'm going to go to verse 10. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across heavens that it has come at last salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ for the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown to earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night. And then it says, and they defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. So the way that Michael and his angels defeated the dragon or the devil and his angels was with testimony about the blood of the lamb. <clears throat> so I started reading this. When I read this one day, when I got this revelation, I just started processing the fact that there was a heavenly, there was a heavenly war. And so I just started thinking about that. All right. So there's angels warring in heaven and there's demons or, you know, fallen angels warring in heaven. I can't even imagine what the armory looks like. I can't even imagine what their weapons look like. I don't, you know, I always imagine like crazy flaming swords and like huge armor and, you know, just these like massive military medieval dressed style angels, you know, massive, massive things. 
And so they were at war. Michael and his angels and the dragon and his angels, they were at war. And so then Michael was like, okay, guys, it's time for us just to win this thing. We're, we're sick of fighting these guys. So, so Michael was like, I need you to go back to the armory in heaven and find the most powerful weapon that you can and bring it back to me so we can just destroy the devil once and for all. And they went back and I just imagine like, I mean, there's gotta be weapons in heaven. We've never even heard of before. And so they went and looked around. They, they looked everywhere. They may not have really done this. I just, this is how my brain works. So I start processing and thinking it like this. So anyway, so they come back and they're like, okay, we found it. It's the only weapon that could beat him. And Michael's like, what is it? He goes, stories about Jesus. We're just going to start telling devil stories about Jesus. And we're just going to testify and just tell him who Jesus is and tell him who Jesus is and tell him who Jesus is because it's so powerful. It will destroy him. And it says, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. <clears throat> so they didn't even care about the cost associated with declaring the goodness of Jesus at the enemy. And you know, something else about this, when I think about they weren't afraid to lose their lives, you know, one of the reasons why we don't tell people about Jesus more besides the fact that we don't understand the power of our testimony or probably even what a testimony is, is that we're, we're more concerned about what people think about us than we are what, whether or not they know we love Jesus. So we're really just afraid to lose our lives. We're afraid to lose our comfort. We're afraid to lose friends. We're afraid that our bosses will get mad at us if we talk about Jesus or our coworkers or our customers and our clients. We're really just afraid to lose our lives in the comforts of our lives. And so because we're too afraid to die, then we don't use the most powerful weapon we have, which is our stories about Jesus. And so I just want to tell you, you know, Lindsay and I spend a lot of time meeting with people and talking with people and doing life with people and just doing life with people, all of our friends and, and, um, you know, everybody's been through something jacked up. Everybody's going through something jacked up everybody's been going through something jacked up. And if you're not going through something jacked up today, praise Jesus, but you're probably going to start going through something jacked up tomorrow. And it just is that way. <clears throat> and every one of those things that we go through are opportunities for Jesus to show you how much he loves you and the father to show you how much he loves you and the Holy spirit to show you how, how much power you have to overcome. And every time you go through something jacked up with the Lord and you come out the other side of it, then you have a story about something God can do. They, uh, you have a story about something God did in your life. And that story is called a testimony. But the, the thing about a testimony is, is you can't testify about something God hasn't done in your life yet. And what we have is we have a bunch of stories about something God could do, but because we haven't actually given them to him, and he hasn't done anything with them. We don't have testimonies. We don't really have stories about what God's done in our life because we haven't given them anything. We haven't let them in into the garbage in our heart. We haven't let them deal with the counterfeit stuff that we're believing. And so he has all this, there's all these potential testimonies living inside of us. And we're just, but we, we don't, we haven't given them. And so, you know, the way the Lord spoke to me about it was, he said, if you'll just let me have the garbage, I'll turn your noose, the thing that's killing you, 
and strangling life out of you, I'll turn your noose and I'll, into your sword. And then you can use that story about me to set people free. Because the thing about testimony is, is it's undeniable truth about Jesus. It's undeniable truth about Jesus. And you can say that I'm a liar, but that doesn't make it the story a lie. It just means you don't believe. It doesn't mean you believe my story. And when you meet somebody, so I've been, I've been through drug addiction. Not only have I been through drug addiction, but I was in drug, I was a, Used, used drugs for 15 years. I got people hooked on drugs. I was the drug guy and the Jesus guy at the same time. I used drugs whenever I was married. I got my brother, I introduced my brother to drugs. Um, and so I can testify to people who've gotten their kid, their brothers on drugs. I would testify to people who's used drugs in marriage. I can testify to people who have used drugs for 15 years. I, I can testify to people who were the drug guy and the Jesus guy. I can testify to pretty much anybody that has anything to do with drugs or drugs in marriage or drugs in ministry or drugs in their family. <laughs> and the reason why I can testify is because, because I've been delivered, the Lord's restored my marriage, healed my marriage, healed my relationship, all my family, my friends, my brother. I've forgiven myself. I've forgiven people who got, who, who put me in that position because I've experienced all this freedom and healing in regards to this one topic. I can speak into so many people's lives because I've overcome and the overcoming is the testimony about the power of Jesus. And I, I have this little book. I've been, these are all stories. Um, I'm not used to this camera, so that's why it's like going out or whatever. But my wife and I, <clears throat> as of January of last year, we were led to just, just only rely on the Lord with our time, with our money, with our everything. And so this is January 2022. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, sorry, guys, that's my mom. That's knocking stuff down, I guess. But um, we're in October 2023 now. And so literally this is almost two years of testimony. This is every every time he gave us a penny when we had no money. This was every time he paid a bill when we didn't have the ability to pay it. This was every healing that he's done, every person he set free. This is cars that he's paid off and houses that he's paid for. 